Shall we begin? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Frankly Francisco podcast. I am your host, Francisco. First and foremost, I'd like to thank our guest from last week, Pollock Trevetti, on doing a tremendous job coming in, being a first-time guest on a podcast. Go please show your support to her at uh, PollockTrevetti.com. You can purchase her book there. She has a bright future in her writing and all other endeavors. So for this week, we are flying solo. As you know, COVID-19 is still raging and things are a bit hard trying to get people in the seats. I'm not accustomed to doing video and Zoom. I feel as a front-facing type of host, I like to have people in the seat. I think you get a more genuine conversation out of the person and you can actually get real reactions. And you can see if they're interested or disinterested in being in the seat. But for this week's subject, I like to touch on something that I get really bothered about. And it has to do with our kids. Me, I am a father of five. Uh, We all have high hopes for our children no matter what. We want to see them succeed when they get older. And I think one of the biggest fear a parent has is that their child doesn't make something out of their lives. I think that's almost every parent. Um, As far as I go, um, I have expectations for my children. I want them to go to college. I want them to be able to be successful in life. But the one thing that bugs me a lot is if your child doesn't turn out the the way you want them to turn out that or they become a criminal or they do something wrong the parent gets blamed because the first term that people like to use which really sticks in my craw is home training well he ain't get enough home training well yeah he did get home training that doesn't necessarily mean that he was going to take that advice that he got from you and that training that he got from you and apply it to the real world some parents want to be friends with their children and don't know what the boundaries are between being a parent and being a friend. I'm all for joking and playing around with your kids, but at the end of the day, there has to be a line drawn between you being a parent and you being a friend. You can always, you know, tiptoe on the line, but at the end of the day, you have to have that discipline enough to know that your child should not be able to act like an adult or talk to you like they're an adult because they're not. You have to nurture your kids. You have to make your kids want to be successful. But at the end of the day, they have to walk their own path. You have two types of kids. And those two types of kids are the kids that's home, that does everything you tell them to do. You know, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Get their chores done. Eat their food. Eat their vegetables. You know, take a shower when you don't tell them to take a shower. But then you have those kids that as soon as they leave the house, they're a totally different kid than the kids you know at home. And I think a lot of parents don't know that distinction. They think, oh, my kid is a great kid. Well, your kid is a great kid at home. Doesn't mean he's a great kid and walks out the door. You don't know if he's a bully in school. You don't know if he's picking on people. You don't know if he's breaking in the cars. You don't know if he's being disrespectful. Just because he's respectful to you doesn't mean he's respectful to people outside in the outside world. And I think that's a distinction some people have to make. So as a parent, we want to raise our kids and imbue in our kids all the things that we learned growing up. So they don't have to make the same mistakes we made or go through the same things that same struggles that we went through. But guess what? Your kids are going to go through those struggles. Your kids are going to go through a lot of the same things we went through growing up. And I don't want my kids growing up thinking I was a hypocrite because I didn't help them through some of the things that they went through. Okay, I'm not going to sit here and tell my kids I've never smoked marijuana before in my life because then I'm going to be a hypocrite. Do I want my kids smoking marijuana at a young age? No, absolutely not, because 
that's just me. That's the path that I want them to walk. I want them to walk a certain way, you know, into their life, you know, being successful. I want them to go to college. You know, I want them to have a high-paying job. But my sons may not want to go to college. My daughter may not want to go to college. That's on them. That's the decision they have to make, and that's the decision I have to live with. But that's not because I didn't instill in them the values that I have growing up and the way moving forward that I want them to go. They have to make that decision when they grow up and when they get out of these four walls. So when they get in trouble and people come back and say, well, you should have raised your kids better, pump your brakes. I raised my kids the way I felt like I should have raised my kids. I gave them all the home training they needed. And from that point, they have to make the decision to use that home training that I gave them. See, I grew up differently from my kids. I grew up, you know, in New York City most of my life and then in Ohio, uh, is where I spent my 20s and most of my 30s before coming out to South Carolina. My kids ain't growing up where I grew up, okay? I made it my choice and my mission for my kids not to grow up in the hood. I didn't want that life for them. So I was raised to be street smart. You know, I was raised to be book smart as well. And there's only so much I can teach my kids about being uh, street smart because they're not from the streets, uh, the kids weren't raised the way I was raised. When I was younger, I was able to go out and 11, 12 years old. You know, I grew up in a different time where we can go out from dusk till dawn, go out and play basketball all day during the summer and go play baseball. I used to be able to ride the trains in New York City to go to FOA Swartz with my brother on Saturdays because it was just a different time. Uh, my kids are not being raised in that type of environment. Uh, I wanted my kids to be raised in a you know, rural or suburb area so they have an opportunity to go out and get some fresh air. See, now everything's about technology. Everything's about, you know, laptops, computers, tablets. All these kids want to do is be on, on video games. Don't get me wrong. You know, people are making crazy money doing Twitch. You know, people are making money with podcasting. People are making money doing videos on YouTube. But I wanted to give my kids a break from all that. So that's why we live where we live now. You know, we have them. They can go out, ride their bike. You know, we can kick them out of the house, say, go to the yard, go play. Um, because this is the type of environment we wanted them to grow up in. And don't get me wrong that everybody's going to be fortunate enough to get where they are now. But it took me a long time and a lot of hard work to get where I am now. Um, and I want to make sure that my kids see the progression that I made uh, coming up to where I am now and the progression that I made and the struggles that I had coming up so they appreciate it more because when the kids leave the house they should take some of that with them so they can on their own and go hey man my dad struggled but he got us here you know what I mean I want to do that for my kids I travel everywhere my children we take them out of the country we take them to different states we want them to enjoy a good life but we have to make them understand that it's not free I have to work for what I do. I have to work for these trips. I have to work to put food on the table, to put uh, brand new clothes on you, to buy you birthday gifts, to get you everything you you know you want for Christmas if we can get it. But they have to appreciate that. And sometimes I think people don't get that distinction between friendship and being a parent. And I just I, I think we just need to work on that a little bit more. Home training is verbiage I don't think we need to use when we are trying to, you know, show a job, that a good job or not a good job we did while we were raising our kids because not everybody's going to have that same mind frame. Not everybody's going to want 
their kid to be successful. I know parents out there that are spiteful because once their kid becomes successful, you know, a lot of parents want the kid to turn around and take care of the parent. You know what I mean? They want to turn around and, you know, every rely on the, on the kid for everything. I don't want that for my children. My children go out there and my children are successful. I want them to be successful. I don't need to ask for handouts because I know I raised my kids the right way and they saw that I worked for what I had and I shouldn't be standing there asking my children for things that I need when I know I have the capability of going out and getting it on my own. You know what I mean? Now, it's good that children want to take care of their parents, but I don't believe it's something that should be necessarily um, demanded of you when you grow up. That's not something I want for my children. I want my children to make the decision on their own whether when I get older or not that, you know, they want to help support me if, if need be. But that's another issue because, you know, when it comes to that stuff as well, you know, when parents get older, the children don't feel like taking care of you. You have a lot of people that talk, and you know how that talk goes. Oh, he's a bad son, or he, she's a bad daughter. She wasn't raised right because she don't want to take care of, you know, their mama or their, you know, their grandmother. That's not how that is. You know what I mean? Everybody has a way of dealing with things. You don't know what the environment was growing up. You don't know what that environment was. You know what I mean? You don't know if that parent was actually trying to teach that kid something. You don't know what that kid went through growing up. You don't know if they were abused as uh, as a kid and they struggled their entire life um, to make it. And then now they don't want to go back to that because they knew what it was. So, but for me, I had the support of my mother. My dad passed when I was 11 years old. I struggled for a long time to get over that. Everybody made my father out to be a saint. My father was nowhere near a saint. Was he a good man? He was a good man, but he had his demons like everybody else does. He just didn't know how to control his demons. And did some of that flood into me when I was growing up? Yes, absolutely. But I didn't let that take effect of me and uh, allow it to bleed into me completely where I let it take over my entire life. You know, I let it keep me from reaching the goals that I wanted to reach. Did it put a stumbling block for me for a while? Absolutely, because I had doubts about everything. My mother stood by me. You know, she just kept instilling instilling things in me to let me know to keep going, that we're fighters, we will always be fighters. And it's that kind of parenting that made me want to be successful. So, yes, my mom instilled good things in me, but did I listen to a lot of things she told me? Absolutely not. You know why? Because I'm my own person. And did she give me home training? Absolutely, she gave me home training. But I didn't apply that home training when I got into the real world at first. I didn't finish getting my high school diploma until a lot later on in my life because I didn't care about that. What I cared about was making money as fast as I could and, you know, going out there, being able to, to buy what I wanted. But I didn't think long term, you know. And she always told us, you guys are so smart and so intelligent but you guys didn't, you know, apply yourself. And, and it's true. She's not telling me anything that wasn't true. So for my kids, I want to give them that same kind of trajectory where I'm going to imbue what I can on them and life lessons that I've learned growing around the way. I don't want them to say, make those same mistakes that I made growing up, but they're going to make mistakes. Your kids are going to make mistakes. It is, we can't stop that. No matter how hard we try, you can't shelter your children from the real world. No matter how hard you try, your kids are going to get in the real world, and the real world is going to smack them right in the face if they're not prepared for it. And one of the benefits, I think, of COVID-19 has been that since the kids are home, and some of these parents are home as well, it makes home training a little bit easier, quote-unquote home training, um, because you're around your kid more. 
you should be able to sit down and open up with your kid. You should be able to sit down and have a conversation with your son or daughter or sons and daughters and ask them what's going on. It's always good to ask your kids what's on their mind. Sometimes you know how kids go. They'll give you that shoulder shrug like, eh, nothing, I'm good. But you can keep asking because where they're going to go, they're home. So just do what they do. Just annoy them until they tell you something. You know what I mean? At some point, they're going to have to open their mouth, you know what I mean? Because what other choice do they have? They have nowhere to go. Uh, so I think it's a good opportunity for parents to sit down with their kids and just start asking some questions. Ask them, what is it that you want for your future? What is it that I can do to help you get there? We have to have those conversations with our kids, and we need to help them come up with those kind of strategies that you know that we didn't have growing up. You know what I mean? Things are different now. We can give them advice because we've seen a lot of the things going on now that we didn't go through when we were younger. You know, the life traps are a little bit different than they were when we were younger. You know what I mean? I had no worries when I was a kid. I didn't care about anything. My, my whole thing was I'm going to enjoy my life and go do what I got to do. These kids, these kids today are stressing over what college they're going to go to. They're stressing over where they're going to have a high-paying job when they get out of college. Because the kids read the news, the, the newspapers, and they see videos, and they see YouTube, and they see all these college kids who are spending forty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 on a degree that can't get a job. You know what I mean? So it's a struggle for everybody. It's just not a struggle you know, for your kid. It's a struggle for a lot of other kids out there. But as a parent, I think we need to take this time and this opportunity that we have to be home with our kids to sit down and just talk. You know what I mean? Give them all the emotional support you can give them. Let them know that, yes, you're not everything's going to be okay. I, I, I don't like when I, I can't say hate. I just don't like when parents do that. When parents tell you, hey, man, everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to work out. No, it's not. And I think the reality is, is we try to shelter our kids too much when it comes to that. Tell them the truth. You're going to struggle at some point in your life. You're going to have highs and you're going to have lows. This is what it means to teach your kids not to hold back from them. Yes, you're, there's going to be problems down the road. Yes, you might get in trouble with something. Yes, you might get fired from a job that you really like. Yes, you might not get a job that you applied for, that you really wanted. There's going to be disappointments, but you have to be able to build on those disappointments. You have to be able to get ready to go to that next level. And by you teaching your kids these things, you're imbuing knowledge onto your children. Stuff that they're going to be able to take with them when they leave at some point. Now, with everything that's going on now, you have some some grown-ups that are back home with their parents. And I'm talking about, you know, people that are in their 20s and their 30s. But it shouldn't matter. No matter how old your kids are, they're still your kids. And you're still going to look at them like kids. You're always going to want to be there for them. You're always going to want to give them advice. And that's how it should be. I don't care if my kids are 50 years old and I'm 80. If my kid comes to me and says, Dad, I need some advice. Can you give me some? I'm going to give him some because that's our job as a parent. We have to be willing to take the time and, and put the effort in. Don't get me wrong. I'm tired a lot of the times. I work a nine-to-five job. You know, I work in the financial industry, so things can be hard sometimes for me with the scheduling. But I always come home. I cook for my kids. I spend time with my kids. I try to talk to my kids, you know. But a lot of parents don't have that luxury of doing that. So things can be hard sometimes. For parents, but you have to try to make that time because your kids are going to see that. So part of part of the unquote unquote home training is is talking to your kids. 
you know, letting them, uh, letting their emotions out to you, you know, letting, telling, let them tell you how they feel without you interrupting them. Don't tell your kids how they're supposed to feel. Let your kids express to you how they feel. Let them, you know, be who they are. I tell my son all the time, he's in that stage in his life where he's moody. He hates everything. The world is terrible. You know, his life is, is so horrible. And I tell my son, it's okay for you to get up and have an attitude. It's okay for you to get up and be angry. What's not okay is, is you taking that anger and that attitude and taking it out on everybody else in the household. That's not how that works. If you are struggling emotionally, you have a problem, come to me and talk to me. Or we can come up for something for you to be able to focus that, that anger and that energy into something. Writing, going outside for a walk, getting some fresh air, go for a bike ride. You know, my son loves to build Legos, my oldest. He's great at it. He's very gifted when it comes to the Legos. So I told him, if you have an attitude and you're having a bad time, focus that energy on something that you like to do. You know what I mean? Because it, it can change your entire attitude once you start putting all that energy into his building. He comes up with great ideas out of nowhere. I mean, this kid can look at a picture and build that set without even looking at the instructions. He can just put it together visually. But he needs to learn how to focus his anger or his, whatever it is that bothers him. He needs to go and put it in a good place. So those are some of the things that I teach my kids, and those are some of the things that I have a conversation about my kids. You know, when I grew up, when I got angry, I got angry. You know, come hell or high water, I'm, I was very hot-headed. My temper went from zero to 100 really quick. Can't do that now. I can't be like that because my kids see that stuff. So I've calmed down a lot from, from where I used to be, um, and I, my kids see that. They need to know that, listen, you can't pop off every time something doesn't go your way. You can't get angry every time, you know, something doesn't happen that you want to happen. We have to be able to, you know, uh, be level-headed, especially when it comes to our kids and especially what we're trying to teach our children when they go out into the real world to be able to function, to be able to function in the real world. I want my kids, all my kids, to go out and be somebody that they want to be. It doesn't matter what it is. I tell my kids, my oldest son, you can be the president of the United States. Why can't you be? You know what I mean? If that's your goal, do it. I'll support you 100% of the way. But, you know, you want to set goals. You know, if, if the presidency doesn't work out for you, you want to have a backup plan. You want to have something else that you love to do besides politics. Because politics doesn't work out for everybody. It can be a dirty business sometimes. Um, as you can see in the news right now. And I want my son to have a backup plan. If he wants to go full bore into politics, I'm 100% behind him. You know, I'll be there, you know, at his rallies or whatever he wants to do when he, you know, when he runs for office for, for any position. But I want him to understand he needs to have something to back him up as well. I'm preparing him for when he hits the streets that things won't always go the way he wants it to go. So that's the distinction that I give my kids and I let them know, I love you guys, I will support you guys, but I want you guys to be realistic in some of the expectations and goals that you have. I will be behind you 110% on whatever you're trying to do, but set expectations and set goals. Take baby steps. Don't jump full bore into something without knowing what you're doing. But like I said, that's just me giving them knowledge. It's not necessarily going to take effect. It can go in one ear and out the other. They're going to learn the hard way. Your kids are going to learn the hard way whether you want them to or not. Ambition can be a, you know, a very strong, strong thing for some people. 
And once they have their mindset, they put the blinders on and they don't care who's in front of them. They don't care who's talking to them. And that goes for kids, man. Kids have a a trajectory that they want to go. It doesn't matter what you tell them. It doesn't matter what you teach them. They're going to go for what they want to go. And they're going to learn the hard way if it doesn't work out for them. But your job as a parent is to be there for you. It's to be there for you and for them. Because you have to be there for yourself as well. Your mental health. You know what I mean? We, our parents, sometimes we get burned out with our kids. And if anybody tells you that, oh, their life is great with their children, they are liars. I don't care who you are. Kids will burn a parent out. We love our children. Our kids didn't ask uh, didn't ask to be brought into this world. It's our job once we have our children to take care of our children. But they didn't ask to be brought into this world. Okay? But our kids can burn us out. Man, having five kids is not easy. Having one kid is not easy. I have a good support system because I have my wife here with the kids. While she's going to school herself, you know, going to college, trying to get her, her degree, she's home dealing with the kids for homeschooling. It's a tough gig. It's tough for me as well because I have to. I work in the financial world, so when I get home having to deal with you know uh, people at the place of business that I work, I have to come home and try to cut off work and then turn turn back into dad mode, which sometimes is it's harder than than some days are easier than others. Some days are harder than others. It's not easy to work a nine ten hour shift and come home and have to turn off you know financial world guy. And then turn in to dad mode where you have to go in and ask the kids how the, how their day were. I always ask my kids, how was your day? How was school going? The same way my wife asked me, how, how has work been? I turn around and ask my kids, how was school? How would you do today? You know, and, and they're ready for me to ask, you know, to tell me and talk to me about it for the day and, and do what we do. But sometimes we get burned out. Sometimes we need to break ourselves, but never give up on your kids. Never give up on the opportunity to imbue knowledge on your children. I think that's going to be the most important thing your kids will take away when they become adults. And it's okay for us parents not to be perfect, okay, when it comes to quote-unquote home training. It's okay. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to continue to make mistakes. I make mistakes all the time, and I have five kids, and I struggle sometimes, and, you know, I get upset sometimes, and I get burned out sometimes, and it's okay we're only human, okay? We are not meant to run 24 hours a day without getting mental break. We get exhausted, man. Our kids get exhausted. You think our kids want to keep hearing our mouths all the time? Kids have emotions too. We burn out, if not faster than our kids do, because we have the strain of everything else around us, paying bills, the responsibility of raising our kids making sure that they have a good life, making sure that we're making enough money to raise our kids correctly. It's okay as a parent not to be perfect. We are not meant to be perfect. Don't strive for perfection because all you're going to do is fall you know, flat on your face. And people who put up a front like they are perfect, man, those are some of the people who have some of the, you know, some of the worst things going on in their lives. And they try to put up a front acting like, oh, well, we have such a good life here and we have such a good life there. But it's not true a lot of the times. It's a facade that they're putting on. I'm real with my stuff. You know, if, if I'm having a bad day, I let my kids know. I'm like, listen, man, I love you guys. I really do, but I'm having a bad day. So just, you know, it, it, just calm it down for today. You know, <laughs> bring it down a notch a little bit. You know, work with me. Give me a break. Give me a mental break, please. And a lot of the times when you're honest with your kids, they will comply with what you need. 
you know, one of the best things in life that I think right now as an adult, me being in my 40s now is I took for granted when I was younger is being able to take a nap during the day. Oh, boy. An hour nap during the day, that's like the most fantastical thing you could ever do in your entire life at the age of 40. You know, especially on the weekend, kids are all home. You know, they know you're going to go lay down in the room and take a nap, and they are willing to be quiet for that time that you're laying down for you to sleep because they know how hard you work. Your kids know the effort that you put in, okay? They know. So don't take for granted the time that you spend with your kids. Don't take for granted the opportunity that you have. This is what we need to do as parents. We need to continue to learn, too. I make it a mission to learn something new every day. And when I learn something new every day, I pass that knowledge on to my kids. You know what I mean? I, I have a an entire mind full of, you know, useful information and useless information. Because there's stuff that, you know, my son likes to ask questions about that, you know, who would ask those questions, but he asked those questions. And I like to know I like to know things so he can't try to catch me off guard or I like to catch him off guard. But this is all the home training thing. You know, you, it's those little moments, you know, those little things like that that those kids will keep with themselves. So even if they don't apply it all, even if they don't apply anything that you taught them, they know you know it's in the back of their head. You know it's there. They can hear the echoes of it. You know, they'll try to block it out sometimes and, and not – not want to listen and not want to do instill some of the things that you taught them and take it into the real world, but they know it's there. So you've done your job as a parent. So don't let anybody ever tell you, no matter how your kids turn out, don't let anybody judge you on how you raised your kids because they're not there. It's like an uncle and an aunt. They love your kids, but they're going to give them back to you at the end of the day. So, them giving you opinion on how you should raise your children is a joke to me. No one should be able to give you an opinion on how you raise, not even you, not even your own mother. And I love my mom to death, but at the end of the day, I'm going to do what my mom did. When somebody tried to tell her about us, about how she was raising us, you know what my mom told them? Mind your business. It's not your business how I raise my children. And it's the same thing. And I've, I've told my mom the same thing. I said, Mom, I love you, but these are my kids. You know, the decisions I make are the decisions I make, not the decisions you make. And she's understood that. Even though she's grandma, and you know grandma's got to have an opinion about everything. You know, grandmas are saints now. <laughs> they want your kids, oh, you know, don't don't punish them and don't ground them. You know, grandmas act like, like the kids are saints, like they do nothing wrong. But back in the day, it was all about discipline. It was all about making sure that we did what we were supposed to do. Now it's a whole different story, you know, but at the end of the day, we have to make the decisions that are best for our kids, not anybody else. Um, no one can tell you what you did and how you raise your kids because they're not there. Just do the best you can, man. That, I mean, that's all we can do. We, we can't feel guilty for how our kids turn out at the end of the day. You just can't because if you do, you know, all it's going to do is drive you crazy. You know, you can sit back and you say, listen, I did the best that I could. And some of us, don't get me wrong, some of us will not do a good job of raising our kids because they choose not to. But for the majority of us out there that have children, our number one goal is is to make sure that our kids make something out of themselves long term, period. doesn't matter. But we cannot beat ourselves up. We cannot put ourselves down. And I'll be damned 
if I'm going to let somebody outside my house dictate to me or judge me on how my children are being raised. And when my child is an adult, he's got to make decisions or she's and she's got to make decisions on what they're going to do with their lives. All I know is, is I did my job as a parent, a damn good job as a parent to show my kids right from wrong. Okay. To educate my children on certain things that they need to learn when they leave the house so they don't get taken advantage of when they hit, you know, they hit the streets because at some point they're going to hit the streets. You know, my son's coming up on uh, being 14 years old here in February and he's getting closer and closer to that 15, 16 year old age where he's going to learn how to drive. You know what I mean? He's going to be going out. Obviously he's going to be playing taxi to his, you know, his little brothers and sisters to take him where they need to be for a while. But he's going to go out there. He's going to make friends. He's going to, you know, go out and go hang out. He's going to have that freedom, you know. And my only hope is that he takes a lot of the lessons that I taught him um, out there with him when he hits the streets and he's able to take care of himself and he's able to hear my voice in the back of his head, even if it's just for a little bit, saying, hey, you know, you know, maybe you shouldn't do this, you know, and maybe he can take that advice. But if he doesn't, it's not on me because I did my job. And I did my job well. So parents out there, you know, stand up, you know, give yourself a a round of applause. You know, you've done a fantastic job raising your kids, even through all the struggles, you know, even through all the down times, the high times. It doesn't matter. You did a a phenomenal job. So appreciate you folks uh, listening in to whoever listens in. um, And we will see you next week. Thank you very much. Talk to you guys again. 